Tuna Boot. Alright, hello. Welcome to Tuna Boot's very first bird-themed episode. Those were some bird noises there. So a couple of disclaimers at the top of the episode. Uh, we're all feeling pretty rough today. Dougal and I were out last night. I didn't think I was going to make it today, but I managed to get managed to pull myself out of the bed and get here somehow. So I'm feeling a bit rubbery. And also, I've made pretty much no notes this week. No notes. I'm going in blind. I've got a couple of notes, a couple of things written down. But for all the fans who just listen for Jim's genre journeys, you're <laughs> not getting them this week. Oh, no, you're getting the genres. I've got all the genres. Like, Are you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. I've done at least done that, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> So apologies if it's not up to the usual high class standard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because everything hinges up on your notes. It does. <laughs> Without it, we crumble. So <laughs> I do apologise. And uh, I think that's about it, apart from Dougal's got something yeah, to say. So uh, I'd just like to apologise for all our fans. You know, we're sponsored by a grip business that was called MG Horticulture. And I know there's a lot of people out there who have been searching for it, trying to get their grit, their gravel and their glass cutting pens. But... <laughs> Um, it's not actually called MG Horticulture. Found out the other day when I was speaking to Marty, the CEO, CFO, and all round good guy, that it is <laughs> actually MG Supplies to better reflect the other elements that he sells beyond the grit, the gravel, red granite, um, decorative stones for your terrariums. <laughs> there's much more than just decorative stones. What else is there? Well, there's glass cutting pens. Uh, there's some hot chocolate I know that he has that oh. he might still be selling. Um, there was almost. What? Premium hot chocolate? No, cheap. He got it cheap and is trying to plug it for more. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was almost a, a cock ring on it at one point. <laughs> but uh, Marty, after we'd started, he started sponsoring this, he gave me it as like the down payment for what, my first sponsorship. Yeah, he gave me a cock ring. <laughs> right, I'll say it before and I'll say it again. How does he do his ordering? <laughs> <laughs> How does he know what to get? It's like the works. You know, yeah. never been in there. Yes, it's like the works online. Yeah, that's what he does. So, where can you find MJ Supplies? Uh, you can find it on eBay and now Amazon as well. Wow. Now there are some grit people out there. I found this out the other day. They've tried to undercut him by fifty p on all their items, but you pay for service. <laughs> and Marty has a hundred percent positive feedback. Always a good guy. If your grit's not up to scratch, he'll send it. He'll t- send you your money right back. Does he deliver it himself? Uh, depends. Usually he puts it in the post office, you know, because he's no cycling down to fucking Norwich to give it, is he? But <laughs> he uh, he's had a couple that are in Edinburgh, and he'll post it through the door on the same day if you're in Edinburgh, and he's roundabout. Does he put it in a package, or does he just empty the bag <laughs> through the letterbox? <laughs> it's all packaged. It's all very well packaged. I have to admit, the man's top class packing man. Wow. <laughs> oh, so that sentence reflects a lot of what the quality of the show is going to be like. That's good because that's given us. Three minutes and 30 seconds of just grit chat. There you go. <laughs> Alright, so, as we say, this is Bird Week, so we've all chosen songs that have either a bird theme to the to the song, to the lyrical content, or it's co- has the word bird or a bird in the title, or in the name of the artist or band, mm-hmm. and the songs... And oh, the s- like and subscribe. Yeah, like yeah, and subscribe sorry. on all the platforms, as per usual, thanks. Yes, and also congratulations to Liam, who's just finished his dissertation. Woo! Woo! And, uh... We got a wee mention in it, and we're very proud of him. Well done, Liam. Thank you very much. You did good, man. You did good. I did do good. And also this week as well, (laughs) just the last last thing to say, we've finally got all the technical issues dealt with now. So we're recording... Don't say that until you start editing. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I'll just cut this bit out. <laughs> well, I'll cut it out if it's shit, but if not, got it all worked out. So we've got one omnidirectional microphone in the middle of us. Mm. We're all still two meters apart. Give or take. Give or take. <laughs> Give or take two meters. <laughs> do Do you want to just do? Uh, a, a sorry, we've not got all the audio stuff cut, uh, sorted yet as well, so that you can just like cut in one or the other. All right. Apologies, add or you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the songs this week are Bird Song by Florence and the Machine, Bird on a Wire by Joe Cocker, Phoenix by The Cult, Birds by Kate Nash, Eternal War by Antonio Sanchez from the Birdman soundtrack, Big Bird by AJJ, Chicken on a Raft by Blackbeard's Tea Party, Spirit Bird by Xavier Rudd, Xavier? Xavier. Xavier Rudd, and Aha by Jade Bird. <laughs> Round one. Right, hit me up, Hugh Trackman. Hugh Trackman, nice. Good one, yeah. nice. Good work. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so mine was uh, Florence and the Machine with Birdsong. I like Florence and the Machine, obviously. I think she's got a stunning voice and all that. And uh, it was this song got chosen because when I typed Bird into Spotify, this was the first song that came up. And I listened to it and went, oh yeah, that's quite good. So I'll pop that in. Um, I think, yeah, her voice, obviously. I mean, there's been so much said about her and her voice, and I think it's just stunning. And in this song especially, I love the way that it flips between this really sort of a slow, melodic sort of sound to this frantic, fast-paced madness where you can barely make out what's going on, and it just complements each other really well. It seamlessly flows between them. I think that's really cool. I think Florence and the Machines are a really good band to see live as well. That's sort of where my, mainly my relationship with her music comes from, because she's fucking mental. You go, I remember when I went to see her at Tea in the Park once, and at one point she just stopped and said, Right, who's ready to make a sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> she chatted about human sacrifice. I'm like, well, cool. Ace. <laughs> I didn't expect this, but let's go for it. No, she's brilliant. I don't have too much to say about this song because we're all woefully underprepared as well, I think. But, um, aye, classic Florence and the Machine sound, this song, from her first album. I think probably her best album, Lungs, because it just had that sort of oomph. Is this, is, yeah, is this the album that kind of kicked it all off? Yeah, this is her. This is when she sort of went from... Because this is the one with Dog Days and shit on it, mm. so... It's a brilliant album. Very good. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think of it? Florence and the Machine are an English indie rock band. I, I don't know if English is a genre. No, it's not, no. Sorry. They are an indie rock band. <laughs> <laughs> From England. Their, their Englishness has nothing to do with their indie rockness. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah, it's harder when you have a prepared, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I really like it. It's, they're, they're a band that I've never actually listened to their whole album. I feel like you just, you just generally hear it mm. a lot. So I feel like I'm familiar with them without actually having explored it. It's one of those things, I, I feel like I should listen to it, but I know I'm not going to, mm-hmm. which is weird, because yeah. I know I'd really enjoy it. Like, I really enjoyed this song. And, uh, yeah, the power in her voice is just amazing. And, uh, yeah, I really like the, the music in this one, too. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought was cracking. <laughs> the, the, the English indie rock music of it, I really enjoyed. <laughs> but, yeah, a, a stunning voice. Very distinctive sound as well. As soon as you hear them, you know who they are, sort of thing. Uh, which is good <laughs> just a wee sort of definition of distinctive there um, <laughs> but yeah no absolutely stunning really enjoyed it great way to kick this bird bird podcast playlist off <laughs> I, was, I was bouncing and I just enjoyed it was that alright? that was alright I could keep going <laughs> I just waited even. for you to turn around and go yeah I thought it was very smooth and really cool it was really, really cool yeah, well, I've I've always had well, I used to have a love hate relationship with Florence and the Machine. It was love hate because I secretly I did always love them, but my ex said that she hated or didn't enjoy Biffy Clyro 
so yeah so I, I was just like yeah Forest Green Machine are shit because that was her favourite band yeah, yeah. So, so it was always just like yeah they're shit but actually I do actually like them but I'm not going to tell you that because she said Biffy's shit and Biffy are not shit mm. that's why she's an ex <laughs> <laughs> yeah no this song's awesome that percussion sound is that just hitting the drumsticks and rimming the guitar uh, rim of guitar rim of the drums I think so right. yeah because that's, that's, that's just like that worked really well yeah, yeah I, I, like, like, I like that bit I <laughs> think <laughs> like when you speak about Florence and the machine you always get this or you always wind up speaking about Florence and you forget about the machine a bit mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do cracking work mm-hmm. like you say it's cracking <laughs> cracking music do they do anything as just the machine no I don't think so they're just the machine oh they were raged against Oh, were they? <laughs> I'm going to be raging at that machine. It's a lovely machine. <laughs> it's a machine lovely. <laughs> I love it just because it's Bird Week this week. I love the, the tweet tweets in the middle of the song. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I love I'm really into that loud shouty bit, but I do wish it kind of developed a little bit more the first time before it went back to the kind of like slower bit. The second bit where it kind of built up again, I don't think the drums were as heavily used as they were in the first bit and I think the second bit would have benefited from that like just because it was all it was already good but that like it just needed that fuller sound that the first time they went like out on it that <laughs> sorry my words stopped working oh, for wow. two seconds there <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you can have a crack at that again yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no yeah because that was that was it yeah it was just I loved that they I loved that they teased bird week in it <laughs> bird week in it <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what happened like what inspired Bird Week I think you said birds and we said yep we'll do that then that, <laughs> that is, really... is all it takes for us <laughs> to come up with an idea but yeah, yeah no, apart from wanting the first kind of heavy bit to develop a little bit further before it goes back down and then to get the drums coming in a bit more because the drum fill before it goes back down is awesome mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. really really good apart from that cracking tune loved it yeah good one all saying cracking today eggs isn't it Rum, eh? Bird week. Bird week. <laughs> Bird week. Bird week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take us away, Tracky Chan. My favourite one yet. That's good. My favourite one yet. Thought of it when I was walking the other day and thought, I have to get that in. <laughs> I have to do it. Good. I like it. Right, so I went for a Bird on a Wire by Joe Cocker. So I was in two minds as to whether or not to put Joe Cocker up because. Cocker, I don't even know her. No. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good joke. Oh no. Hawker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bird week, isn't it? <laughs> nice. Right, this is this yeah. is already deteriorated. I hope the sound quality isn't that good to be honest with you. Right, stop thinking of bird puns and, and actually get on with it. Right. Yeah. So it was a two minds as to whether or not to put this up because we've discussed this it was in part of the recording for last week that got cut out but there's a discussion that I put up quite well known stuff I mean we've had Florence the Machine but I, I generally put up more widely known stuff and I was thinking who doesn't know who Joe Cocker is and then, but instead of worrying about it I just put it up right because uh, you know I think I'll just keep doing what I'm doing I think it's alright isn't it yeah, yeah. solid yeah. tunes anyway so I was going to so when we decided we're going to do Bird Week Bird on a Wire was the first song that came to my head and I thought oh yeah put that up but I actually really don't like the original version it was done by Leonard Cohen I'm a huge Leonard Cohen fan mm-hmm. and he's going to come up at some point mm-hmm. but um his version of that song I actually find is very grating and drony mm-hmm. like in his I was in his early period and he's got songs where he sings in that voice that are good like Suzanne and things like that it works but for this one it's just a bit fucking drony so I liked <laughs> I just typed it into Spotify and saw Joe Cocker's version and I was like batter that in unbelievable voice 
he's just he's obviously his most famous thing is him singing the Beatles song with a lot of help from my friends at Woodstock YouTube video of the week if you want to watch someone who's just fucked screaming <laughs> it's beautiful it's majestic watch that or don't do it you want what he's famous for what he does is right <laughs> he doesn't really have many songs of his own oh. he, do, he tends to do covers yeah. of other people's songs which is kind of what's well, interesting in a way to see what he does and what he changes and he takes this song which I think the song's good, but as I say, I don't like Lionel Cohen singing in it. He takes this beautiful song and just puts his raw, powerful, soulful voice into it and just elevates it and makes it, again, majestic. He's, a, he's an English singer. That's the genre I got for <laughs> He sings in English. <laughs> but I like this. If you, if you Google him, it says, he's an English... Oh, it was. Oh, he is dead. I thought he was still alive. He died in 2014. Oh, that's a while ago as well, isn't yeah. it? Rest in peace. But it's, on Google, it says, he was an English singer... Known for his gritty voice, spasmodic body movement uh-huh. in performance, and distinctive versions of popular songs of varying genres. So he's covered many. I just like the word spasmodic. Movement. Yeah, spasmodic's a good word. Who so. else does that kind of that kind of movement? Uh, I'm trying to picture because I can almost picture someone in my mind that does that kind of like. In... All right. Well, uh, Jim Morrison a wee bit. Yeah. Jarvis Cocker. Yeah. Pop. He does that. Yeah. Uh, guy from the Twilight Sad does that sort of shit. Jarvis mm-hmm. Cocker. Joe Cocker. Uh, you know actually Joe Cocker is uh, Jarvis Cocker's uncle is he really? no that is <laughs> they're both English singers <laughs> it wasn't beyond the realms of possibility and I'm too hungover for this you could, you could, you could convince me of almost anything <laughs> yeah so that was it really um, he just got one of the most powerful beautiful voices ever and just made a song I, th- I think his version is just far superior to the original mm-hmm. so what do you guys reckon? I had a good time with this. I don't have much to say about it, really. Um, it's just uh, there's the night. I love the psychedelic sound on the guitar at the start, mm-hmm. like that sort of the ring that it's got to it. Yeah. I think just like such a distinct sound, and it really works for what's happening in this song. Um, his voice is obviously really good, and yeah, it's just solid, mate. Like there's nothing bad. To, you can't say a bad word about it. It's a solid tune. Yeah, articulation is key. And uh, my last my last note is it's smooth as fuck. It's smooth and very smooth and nice. really cool. Yeah. Very smooth and really cool. Bird week, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm going I'm to start off with the, the thing that I was saying to you guys earlier. So you know how everyone's like, last names used to be based on the profession. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if your last name was Hunter, your family used to be Hunters. <laughs> Butcher. Butcher was Butchers. Yeah. Cocker. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Tamed cockerels. <laughs> English singers. Um, <laughs> now, the song... An English singer tames cockerels. Whoa. None of those words worked. Nope. <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah, this song's classic. It's, I've spoken about it before. It's one of those songs that kind of gives you a feeling of nostalgia. Mm. Even if you've not listened to it, like, ever or in ages and all that, it's always that kind of like, like, yes, here we go. Love it. Was it an organ that was getting played in that? But I think so, Yeah. yeah. Because I was trying to work that out because I was just like, asking, no, that's why. <laughs> I was just like, mm. must be an organ. It's always the weird ones that are the organs. Mm. Or a synth. Well, would it, would it be the synth at that time? Would it? No. No. Ignore that. I'll, I'll cut that out. Um, but yeah, oh, it's almost gospel sounding. Yeah, yeah. Very much mm-hmm. And yeah, no, the only other note I had was that album art, though, it looks like he's fried at a party and shouted, someone shouted, Oi, Joe, and took a picture as he looked over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, if you want, you want to treat yourselves. Just look at the front cover of most of his. There's the, the other, uh, with all fucking hell, <laughs> the front cover of with a little help from my friends, 
he's sort of his mouth's open and he's just looking up and he just he looks absolutely minced <laughs> and I love it he brought all that power to all his performances I think or, and studio recordings as well as as live yeah but yeah again maybe I should try and look for some more sort of obscure stuff because there's not really a lot to say about that it's just good mm. you've got some obscure stuff coming up today yeah the last track that you put off absolutely just to give everyone a little taste of, you know carry on listening <laughs> yeah, we're so going to sound this bad please. but my first song is Phoenix by The Cult this is this is my dad's band he chose to see them over Guns N' Roses I don't think I've given him a shout out yet so here you go dad here's a shout out The Cult are just fucking amazing they're phenomenal this album in particular love that's the main album that I've got dibs on for my dad because <laughs> uh, he's got it on vinyl I had it for a wee bit but I gave him it back when he got a record player again uh, that album is just fucking unreal and that will probably be my album recommendation of the week is Love by the Cult it's the album that's got She Style Sanctuary Revolution all that kind of shit I think this song is actually one of the ones off of that album that I hadn't actually listened to that much too but then I was wanting to put up the cult anyway and then it was Bird Week and I saw Phoenix and then I started listening to this and I was just like this is great the overindulgent guitar throughout because it's not even just like a little solo like the entire way through he's just going off on one and he fucking loves it it's just oh it's awesome and it's kind of like droning vocals and it's in a lower register kind of from like the first like half and then he starts bringing it up and going higher like that you know like that's the sound cult have mm-hmm. but the fact that it gets left to like the second half of the song as well and you're just expecting it it's no coming in and it comes in and it's just awesome and then the backing vocals in this I was trying to work out what I was feeling it sounds <laughs> it just sounds spooky mm-hmm. it's just yeah. got a spooky element to it it's got a Hall- Halloween song vibe yeah actually, I never thought about that but that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah uh, what do you guys think? Well, I have a special connection with the cult as well because my stepdad Scotty, um, he's a massive fan, and he introduced me to them as well. And like we've done the same with Love and all that. Listen to it, and then I remember he got this album in his car because what we used to do is always have one album that we played the shit out of in the car, mm. and then switched it eventually. And just like we'd go on fucking like two and a half hour drives and just play the same album over and over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was the Cult's two thousand and seven album, Born Into This, mm-hmm. which is a cracking album. And if we put it on now, I haven't sang any of those songs in years, but as soon as any of the, like I go and meet Scotty or something and one of those songs come on, we're both singing away. And I just love it. Like it just reminds me totally of Scotty, any cult song. My favourite track on that album, mm. just before we go on, is uh, track five called Holy Mountain. Mm. Um, purely because uh, the lead singer sounds like he's pished trying to write a love song. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> as long as it's like, I'm in love with your face and that's the lyrics I fell in love with your face mm. it's brilliant <laughs> it's uh, cracking for a wee day obviously he's got this sort of grisly and electrifying voice mm. that I think is just awesome and yeah again it's just a really good song I can love the cult man yeah just yeah Scotty that's why shout out to Scotty as well we'll give it to all the dads I love Scotty <laughs> is that you? yeah 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 cool <laughs> Right, uh, is that you? Sorry, fuck, you, fuck me. <laughs> Have you quite finished? Right, uh, the Cult are a rock band. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I echo everything you said about the Cult. I absolutely love them. Just one of the most distinctive guitar players of all time. Reminds me a lot of uh, John Squire from Stone Roses. Mm. Not that they play the same, but you know they have that very or like Johnny Marr or someone like that. You hear their guitar playing, you just you know you you know what you're in for. Yeah. So and speaking of the guitar, the start. I was convinced this song was another song called I Want to Be Your Dog by The Stooges because this start is incredibly similar so if you want to listen to this song by The Cult, Phoenix then listen to I Want to Be Your Dog you can draw your own conclusions from there or, or again, don't 
God. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to, don't, for the love of God, ever let me tell you what to do. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. But yeah, other than that, I don't have much to say other than I really love the song. I hadn't heard it before. I say I'm a huge cult fan because I am, but I haven't listened to everything yet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those that's on the list. I've just mainly listened to like the best of and yeah. a couple of songs here and there. But absolutely, 100% love them. Love this song. Thank you for sharing. It's all good. I think it's fair to say that that, that is the epitome of dad rock, but done good. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know, I don't think it has any of the... Yeah, because when you say dad rock, it sort of gives it an impression it's a bit cheesy mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't think the cult are... No, but it's, this is like the, the, the dad generation, for us anyway, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but our, our dad's generation, it's that, that kind of... Yeah, I think we I think you'd call it that and I'd agree with you because our dads are the ones who introduced us to it and yeah. listened to it, so... <laughs> By definition, for us, it's dad rock. <laughs> for everyone else, for them, it's just rock. So, aye, round one. What's uh, what's the tune for everyone? Uh, the cult for me. Liam? Third week in it. I did like Joe Cocker, but I think I'm going to have to give it to Florence. Um, yeah, the cult. The cult in that round, definitely. Since popping this up, I have fallen into the Nash hole, as I'm calling it. Um, I've listened to everything she's ever done. I love it. Because I found this song and I listened to it and I thought, hey, this is quite cool. I'll pop this one up. And I was like, I haven't really ever listened, other than Foundations, because that was about when it came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all that was on. I know, man. That was that was like mad, mad successful and all that. One hit wonder style stuff. Uh, Wikipedia call it a sleeper hit. I don't really know what a sleeper hit is. I suppose it just like crawls up on you, maybe. Yeah. I so I went back and listened to her, and she's got a fucking phenomenal range of different songs and all that. There's so many different things. I'd like liken her to Regina Spector, who's an artist on our Before the Podcast playlist. There's just so many. There's some angry stuff. There's some like punky, more punky things. There's some. There's a spoken word song in her second album that's just fucking so emotional and brutal and it's ace but yeah so i found this song and i just love it i find it really sweet and and melancholic it's just like it's so simple i looked up how to play it and it's just two chords that go round and round but it's done really well i think it's an r song that's got that simplicity like we're speaking about the eels i think it was or something that's just got these and uh mazzy star as well last week that had this uh these like just simple songs but they can do them really well and to add anything more into it would only hinder the song as opposed to make it better i think this has got the same thing i just it's it's a song uh, i can't remember it was last week as well a love affair you were saying jim that you listened to it twice you have you can't only listen to it once i've had that with this song since mm-hmm. i put it on and i kind of like uh, yeah i have to listen to it twice or else when we were listening to it before we did this it felt wrong to go straight on to the next song but it's great it's yeah there's this sweetness to it but it's also really just taking the piss out of these early love situations as well and it does it really well like it's such a ridiculously stupid love story and there's a point in that to make it sort of like take the piss out of this shit that's going on that sort of uh the chorus of it is just super catchy and i fucking love it and as soon as i heard it the first time i was like yep having this absolutely adore it 
It's great. She's amazing. If Kate Nash listens to this, can we marry each other at some point? That'd be lovely. Just for a day or two. No more, but if you'd like, that'd be nice. I don't think Kate Nash listens to this. Would, would she's like doing glow and all that, so she's busy. Would you like to do a shout out to Kate Nash? Yeah, why not? Shout out to Kate Nash. I, I put them into that trap there. You've given Kate Nash a shout out, but you've not given Ali a shout out. I gave her a shout out last uh, with Ponderosa in the alternative tunas. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. I don't remember listening to that. <laughs> uh, I've given Ali a shout out, don't worry. That's okay then. But yeah, I just. I'll give her two, Ali. Here's a shout out for you. I give Becky a shout out. I've mentioned her, haven't I? Yeah. You gave her one when I refused to give Ali one. Hi, Becky. <laughs> um, yeah, I just. <laughs> I just think this is a lovely, sweet, melancholic sort of song, and it's brilliant. What do you guys think? Yeah, well, Kate Nash is a singer songwriter. Indie is, pop. It's indie pop. I didn't get anything. Indie pop. Indie pop, that'd be fine. Didn't get it from listening to it or looking up? Looking up. Okay. Well, they did it. Just before because when you can you can you can tell that it's indie pop when you listen to it. Yeah, I know. I've been very hungover today, Liam. My brain's not working. <laughs> You've had weeks. Two, one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I should You've have had like, a week. <laughs> I, I listened to the songs a lot, but I just didn't make any notes, and I, I do apologise again for the lack of quality of my comments, criticisms, mm. insights. But I love it. I really enjoyed it. I really liked her again. Just that sweet nature of voice with the. The, the sweetness of her voice combined with the sort of the playfulness of the sort of lyrical content I really quite liked I liked how it was it was almost like a storytelling song you know what I mean like it wasn't the hidden meaning or anything like that I liked how it was just quite like straight to the point it was really quite fun and yeah it's, it's, it's very it's very catchy I liked the indie popness of it I thought that was good <laughs> a lot of fun it just makes you feel happy and mm. nice and it could you could see it in an advert for something I don't mean that in a bad way like to take anything away from it but I, I, you, you could see like like a dating app or something like that you can see it, this couple mm-hmm. acting out these things. I've got a clear image of that, obviously just telling a story. And it's it's lovely. We forgot to say at the start, this is our 10th episode that we're doing. And Ooh. that's lovely. And Double digits. <laughs> Double you know, we, we obviously, we don't have much listeners. We're soon going to have more podcast episodes than listeners. <laughs> but that's, that's we we love doing it and we do do it for people to enjoy and listen so again thank for folk who have stuck out with 10 episodes of us trying to figure out how the fuck to do this aye cheers yeah we're sticking through it my mate look at the at work the other day would say it's just like yeah it's ace just uh, just listen to it because it's just you getting pissed and chatting shite with your mates <laughs> <laughs> yes so, it is shout out look <laughs> yeah well i think it's a good time to reflect on it's been good hasn't it? that's been pretty good fun it's been good I've fun. enjoyed it it's been nice it's been nice to like I mean obviously it's shite we don't speak about regular things when we meet up now yeah but <laughs> yeah it's been nice to finally do this we thought about doing this since bloody February yeah. you know so to actually do it and commit to how much we've done now this is what we used to do before we just before we start recording it now we just record it I like it yeah you just press play and it's basically the same just you need to remember that you've got to explain things to the microphone essentially you know but yeah let's let's smash back to Kate Nash nice <laughs> <laughs> smash back to Kate Nash uh, she's just as fucking good um, <laughs> again, right, thanks Liam again, <laughs> again like you were saying it's very very sweet sounding I knew Diggle would put this up as soon as Bird Week was going on I was just like Kate Nash absolutely the th- main thing I took away from this song was the little country slides that she was doing throughout yeah. Oh, yeah awesome that was cool but there's yeah. a sort of country kind of vibe and there's just these all these different elements that build together again it is it's simple at its heart 
Yeah. But there's all these little things that allow it to just be simple but still be interesting yeah. and develop. That's very well crafted, actually. Yeah. And which you wouldn't think about it if we weren't discussing it like this. You probably wouldn't think about it. Um, yeah. You, you realise what goes into it and it's actually very well done. So my song for round two of our bird week is as follows. <laughs> Internal War by Antonio Sanchez. He is a jazz drummer and composer. And this song is from the Birdman soundtrack. So if you haven't seen Birdman, this song's in it. And if you have seen it, it's still in it. <laughs> so basically throughout like it's if you haven't seen it, it's all shot in what's well, meant to be like one shot. It's about this play getting made and everything sort of falling apart and that and you and there's this drum this jazz drumming throughout the whole thing and then actually sometimes you you'll pass by the actual drummer sitting there. What are you laughing at? Nothing. You just did your brain death thing for a second. Oh, I do like to say. Is it? <laughs> yeah, so you'll actually see the drummer just appear in the back of scenes and in shots and stuff like that, and it's really cool and very smooth. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it just gives the film this sort of pace and obviously like, the tempo and things like that change to whatever's happening in the film. Very much like a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. God, I am butchering this. Last. Well, I mean, it is a soundtrack. <laughs> it's a soundtrack. <laughs> so on its own. Like without watching the film, I think one track of this is probably enough. I did listen to the whole soundtrack. It's very interesting drumming. I like it. Really cool, very smooth. <laughs> it's really cool, very smooth. Interesting drumming. I don't know anything about drumming because I'm not a drummer. I don't drum. Anyway, so I asked my friend Andy, who is a drummer, a very accomplished drummer. I asked him if he could give me some technical insight. And this was last night when Dougal and I were out. We met him in the pub, and I'm going to read what he said because I wrote it down as quickly as I can. The sound. Dot 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 track is brilliant. Dot 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 with the film. Good start. Is he very drunk at this point? Quite not that drunk to be honest, but it's shite without it. One of my favourite songs ends Mibby Dick, so I've spelt those wrong. <laughs> uh, Moby Dick. Uh, and the drum section is Bish. Pish. I was quite pish to the time. <laughs> drum solos are pish. They're good, but I can't do it. <laughs> dot dot dot. So then he got on to the subject and I said, the technique is pure jazz. Put a snare in, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> all, all floor toms when talking to Birdman. So there's a, so that was, he was talking about, there's a different scene later on where Michael Keaton's character's talking to this character that he played in a film, Birdman. That's why the film's called Birdman. That's why it's in Bird Week. Love it. <laughs> and that's when the floor toms start happening. So it was, it was creating a different sound, different tension, because it's like it's him struggling with his inner... There's in our demons or is in our birdman. We all have a birdman in us somewhere, don't we? Car! Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, when he's walking through New York, you can actually hear a beat and rehearse the drumming. So what he's talking about there is a scene where go around the the theatre and come in the, come in another door, and basically the drumming there is like it's almost as if it was composed for a song rather than it just being just jazz mm-hmm. drumming. It was a really good insight, but I can't remember what he actually said about it. <laughs> Solid. So that's it. So that's what I got for that. <laughs> you did say, but you didn't even write down. No, I could, I was, well, he was talking so quickly, and I was—I should have just recorded him. So yeah, I, so, so I really like it. Obviously, isolated and not watching a film, it's kind of, kind of a hard listen because it all sounds very similar. But I think one song pretty cool. You can really enjoy the technique. And the, the, as we say, the technique and the way he's playing the drums. But that's basically the same thing. <laughs> and yeah, it's pretty—it's pretty smooth and very cool. And I'm going to stop talking now because I'm making a cunt of this. But we all enjoyed Jim's little mental breakdown there when we spoke about <laughs> well, it's, it's funny that the song's called Internal War. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to read out my notes as is. Smashing. Drums are ace. Dougal, what did you think about the song? 
<laughs> did you like the drums in it? I did the race. <laughs> <laughs> that is the shortest, shortest critique of a song we've had yet, and I really appreciate it. I realised as well once I put it up, what the fuck can you actually say about this? <laughs> no, it's, it's the same way that I enjoyed the soundtrack from Whiplash. Mm. But I think it's because it's in the context of the movie, and I've not seen this movie, so I can't imagine yeah. the context. Okay. Well, that's yeah. My notes go along. Excellent drums, interesting song. The film, though, not the same without the film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like. It's a good song, and the drums are well. I don't know it. I like. I struggle to know if it does actually work in a playlist context as opposed mm. to actual and watching the film and it is really different but if you watch the film it can take you back to it yeah and obviously Birdman is it can be our film recommendation of the first 10 episodes if you like because it's a mm. bloody good film yeah. um, to watch but and I, I don't recommend this album all the way through <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a slog yeah I can imagine because like I was listening to it and I was like yeah cool like, when you put it up I didn't see the picture of Birdman I'm like what the fuck's this it's got none there's no bird name in the title <laughs> what's he doing <laughs> and then I got it when I started listening I'm like this is from Birdman and then actually looked at the photo I'm like yes oh, well, it says there <laughs> um, did you tell from like without knowing that it was from Birdman that it was from Birdman just well as soon as you get drums. that jazz drum coming in it was like right Birdman that's the bird connection but uh, yeah, not much to say. <laughs> no, I know. I, I realised it was probably a bad move afterwards, but... It's not, though, because I still enjoyed it. It's, it's interesting, but yeah, that's probably enough. So my song this week, uh, week for round two of this one, because <laughs> I started that the wrong way round again. <laughs> anyway, so my next track uh, for tonight is uh, Big Bird by AJJ. I think it's like Anthony Joshua Jihad that stands for. All right. There's, there's a Jihad in there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a phenomenal song. It starts off with this wee acapella kind of stuff, uh, stuff with the first like bunch of lines, which is just it's just ace, and then the chorus of voices comes in with a, like an like, orchestral sound behind it all. All the all the instruments kick in. You've got these defeatist lyrics that are going on where he's just talking about all the things he hates about his life and all this kind of shit, and it just it sounds so sad. Uh, and his voice is kind of like similar to the Conor Obrist where it's not perfect. It's not the perfect voice, but it works. Mm-hmm. And the dynamics in this song lend themselves stunningly to the lyrics. Starts kicking in just where it needs, and then when it needs to kind of like pull back, it just goes back to just him and the strings. I don't know why I'm showing that with my arms. <laughs> and yet, there's there's one point in it where this random like guitar pluck comes in when he's talking about a bird. And I'll be thinking about this because I'm just like, why did he put that in there? <laughs> and my my theory on it is that when he's singing about the big bird that lives under the city and that pluck comes in it's supposed to be the bird noise <laughs> <laughs> it just comes it ebbs and flows throughout it's heartbreaking and it's just it's funny as well because the whole thing about AJJ is he's got a lot of humour coming in as well so like even the way he words things like I think there's a line it's just like I I hate the fact that you uh, everyone might find out I'm a pervert or something like that mm-hmm. and just the way that's worded is just brilliant and although it's like a kind of like oh he's sad but that's a funny way to word it kind of thing I like that kind of shit and yeah the big full on end with the swell of the instruments it's a showstopper it has bird noises after the fact <laughs> which I thought was very fitting and yeah so I made I made these two listen to a 20 second song and that was the first song on the album called Michael Jordan of Drunk Driving during that uh, he talks about how for the Michael Jordan of drunk driving whoever he's singing about there uh, that 
his solitude is a knife and the last lyrics which i was very confused by on this song are so i bought a knife i am a knife i am a knife man what people kind of been speaking about online and that because i was looking into that because i was very confused was that it's just him state, stating that he's lonely and that he's feeling that solitude and he's feeling that loneliness and the entire album's called knife man yeah um what you said there just before the introduction there they're a, a folk punk band this might be my favorite song we've had on tune about so far absolutely absolutely blown away by this his voice just what you're singing uh, talking about his voice it's one of those shouldn't work but really really does it's just got so much passion and anguish in it and you're talking about the lyrics i'm going to read some lyrics in a second here the, one of the first things i kept thinking of listening to it was i'm really glad this guy has an outlet yeah because i don't i think if he wasn't making music he'd be making trouble <laughs> there's 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 <laughs> actually there's there's one of the songs on that album where he's just like, I don't have a ther- uh, I don't have a therapist. Uh, I can't afford a therapist. So here's a guitar solo, and then a guitar solo plays. That is awesome. <laughs> I absolutely. Yeah, I think this is going to be my new favorite band. I really do. Because just from this one song and what you're talking about, I, just, I yeah, absolutely love it. I'm not even going to bother talking about the, the actual musical elements of it. I'm not really prepared to do that this week on any of the tracks anyway. <laughs> Particularly when it was all just fucking drumming. <laughs> <laughs> were just as you say just so beautiful but you know so melancholy and grim and harsh but beautiful i really like that when those darker elements are sort of blended with this beautiful rising sort of powerful music Mm -hmm. but with this message behind it you know the tortured soul sort of thing leads to this incredible music but i'm gonna read some of the lyrics here Uh, this is my favorite bit i'm afraid of the way the world works i'm afraid of the words in my notebooks i'm afraid that you'll all know that i'm a pervert that's the one yeah how fucking good is that <laughs> it is so brutally honest about what's going on inside his head which i think is something people should be more willing to do i mm-hmm. think I think a lot of people ball these things up and pretend they're fine when they're not and mm-hmm. i think this guy's just been very honest about it which would hopefully help other people mm-hmm. which is always a good thing with the music but the music itself is just un- there's, a, there's un- that whole like kind of like thing about when you hear someone sing about how shit they feel that that solidarity can help yeah so that's even though I haven't listened to the whole album, that's also my album recommendation of the week <laughs> for myself. <laughs> yeah, my first time listening to it, I wasn't sure to be honest, but instantly, he's Jeffrey Lewis. Remember seeing Jeffrey yeah, Lewis? Hundred percent. Which is why I'm going to query your uh, folk punk folk uh, genre because he's actually falls into this genre that Jeffrey Lewis created called anti folk. All right, cool. Which is this sort of sound of this sort of like depressive folk songs or like these questioning, very dark sort of folk music comes into this genre called anti folk. Right. Um, Jeffrey Lewis is a fantastic um, artist as well. If you like his, this stuff, you'll like him as well. The, their voices yeah. are incredibly 100%, similar. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a very good song. The acapella into the like blaring music works yeah. super well. Sort of in a similar vein, I think this song does it much better, but in a similar vein to the Florence song in the first, it sort of mm-hmm. slides between that chill to mm-hmm. Fran and just the impact that that can have on you. Yeah. Is pretty damn good. I could forgo the last minute of bird noises. <laughs> that is actually something I forgot yeah. to mention. Because, yeah, when it finishes, and I mean, I'm biased because I'm always looking forward to track seven this week. Yeah. Because it's my favourite song ever written. Okay, yeah, but we'll get there. <laughs> Um, but no honestly like the last minute and then you get this drum bit and I'm like these random drums sort of finishing off and I'm like is yeah. there more that is yeah. that is a gripe that I would uh, I do have is the keep the bird noises 
for mm-hmm. just finishing the song but that, that random drum bit it was the same with um, the Sublime song that I put up under mm-hmm. my voodoo mm-hmm. where they had that little bit extra at the end I was just like doesn't need to be there Yeah. and for the fact that this Big Bird was um, have I mentioned the fact that it's called Big Bird by uh, AJJ yeah you o- said that at the point. start but yeah um, <laughs> same um, the bird noises at the end but this is supposed to be the last track on the album oh it is the last track on the album so the, adding that little drum kind of thing do, 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 just didn't need it because there's nothing coming after that alright well that's, that's what I was thinking it was either because I, I haven't listened to the album yet but I was thinking it's either like giving you a little bit of breathing space to just think about what you've heard mm. which I thought was actually quite a nice idea if it was going to be the next song or even if you're just like you know the end of an album where you're just mm. yeah particularly if that's the last track on it you're going to be you know what no I, I would have taken the entire the entire length of that song including the length afterwards but just take out the drum bit and just leave the bird noises yeah. I wouldn't have kept it for that long no I, could I have think halved. it sort of sounds to me like it's going on to a bonus track in an album maybe yeah. where they like leave yeah. that long moment of silence almost and then you get into it but I don't know that's my only like it's a fantastic song and the more I listened to it the more I was like I've had that on repeat for the last week <laughs> I have a chicken on a raft on repeat mate <laughs> um, no but this is like yeah it's a very good song and like I say I'm very annoyed because I feel like you're clean sweeping it because I know what I'm choosing from the last three as well <laughs> and I feel like you're going to clean sweep it because I'm a big fan but yeah no brilliant well done so AJJ yeah that's the pick for that, that track what would you have picked out of the drums or Kate Nash <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Kate Ashton Band. I tried to do something different. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do here. I made a mistake. It was an error in judgment. And I'm sorry. It's okay? not, though, because I did actually enjoy it the first time I listened no, to it. Yeah, I, I liked it as well. I liked it. I did enjoy it, too. I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> I didn't actually mention that. Awesome. <laughs> enjoyed it. Right. What is this? Where did we get it? Gah! Round three. <laughs> Smooth. Very smooth and really cool. <laughs> so, yes, we're starting round three off with quite possibly the greatest song that's Can ever been written. Song? I'm just not. I'm gonna think of something else. <laughs> um, this is a song called "Chicken on a Raft" by Blackbeard's Tea Party. Of course, I didn't. Tr- I didn't want it to get in my head. It's already in my head again. I know. Before he said it, I was like, "Hey, ho, chicken, chicken on, on a raft." raft. <laughs> of course, it's not the greatest song ever written. Let's get that straight. I don't actually think that. I'm just enjoying <laughs> pretending that I do. This song came to me in a dream. No, it didn't. It's, <laughs> um, it's it started off. I believe I didn't know this before. I when I saw the band. Um, but it started off as like this internet thing. There's a video on YouTube of it and it's just someone going, hey, oh, chicken on a raft and there's just a chicken floating on a raft. <laughs> and then some bunch of mental cunts called themselves Blackbeard's Tea Party and decided they were going to cover it and do like a folk rock spin on this song. I first heard this on the car to Belladrum Music Festival. We had like the playlist that they put up on Spotify of all the different bands that are playing. So there were a couple of interesting ones and then this came on and I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. It was five minutes of what the fuck is going on? Oh my god this might be the best thing I've ever heard. What? No this is horrible. Go and play it again. And we must have, over that weekend, we must have listened to it 20, 30 times before we went to see them. We couldn't, in the morning, we'd wake up from our tents, come out, and that's how we'd greet each other. Just, <laughs> hey, oh, chicken on a raft. <laughs> and it just became this hilarious laugh and joke. And I think I have such a love for this song just because that's the memories that it brings back. As soon as I put this up, I messaged the guys that I went to Belladrum with that year and told them I've listened to this again and brought it back. <laughs> 
and both their reactions were sort of similar to mine when I remembered it because they're like, "Oh, awesome!" Is that the oh, nice guys? No, this no. is uh, Drew and Andy, my pals from back. Oh, home. right. Shout out to Drew and Andy. Drew and Andy, good guys. Um, but Drew, yeah, Drew. Um, it was like, "Oh, awesome! What have you done?" <laughs> and that's how this song makes you feel. You're like, "All right." Oh no, this is it. This is my life. I'm just gonna be singing it randomly in a place. It's just such a laugh. I don't think there's any sort of like, there's no intent in writing this song other than let's take the piss and have a bit of a laugh with it. When I went to see them and they played it, there's a wee dance that goes along with it, which is hilarious to watch 300 people do because you'd expect people to be jumping and dancing, but everyone's standing still and just moving their arms slightly. Uh, you put your arms up, then your arms down. So hey, arms up. Ho, arms down. Chicken, do a chicken. <laughs> then, How would you describe a chicken? <laughs> That's like a little animal, isn't it? It's got a beak. <laughs> we bird on it. <laughs> bird beak. <laughs> bird beak. <laughs> um, well, well, what you did there is he, you do the wings. You did do the wings with your yeah. elbows, like the cheap. The wings with your elbows. And then you do a raft, which is just putting your arms out straight, like you're doing a crucifix sort of thing. This song is just fun. <laughs> There's nothing else to it. It's just a fun song. Good folk song at the end of the day. There's some good musicianship in there. The uh, wee fiddle solos mm -hmm. that are in there are quite good. And it's got that rocky sort of... It's folk rock at the end. Sorry to take that away from you, Jim. But that's what it is. And yeah, I just I have such an affinity because of Belladrum. It always just takes... It's one of those songs that just takes you right back to being in that field. Pished. <laughs> laughing. And having no idea why you're laughing. Both hating yourself and loving it at the same time. Yeah, that's what I think. So now I've seen I've seen like pirate rock kind of like floated about as a genre as well. Do you think that's maybe a subgenre of like folk rock? Mm. Mm. Uh, maybe. I mean, it sort of it falls under the category of a lot more like a novelty band almost novelty rock, mm -hmm. novelty folk maybe. There's a lot of bands like that that go to Belladrum. You've got Colonel Mustard and the Dijon Five. Mm -hmm. Amazing name. I'll put up at some point because there's a great dance to go with one of their songs as well. <laughs> I can't wait which to is one of the to see funniest that. things. <laughs> and yeah, I think they are just novelty and have a laugh. They've actually got some good songs that aren't about chickens on rafts. But yeah, good band. What do you guys think? Well, you basically hit everything on the head. It's, it's a fun song, but I like how they took the music seriously, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, the music's actually really good, but it's just a fun fun song alright so you were saying being in the crowd being pissed and hating and loving yourself that's very much the feeling I get with this I wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure song mm -hmm. but it's one of those songs that you, you just hate yourself for singing it to yourself you can't get it out of your head it's been playing in my head this whole time we've been talking about it just the hey ho chicken on a raft it's so catchy so infectious I think it's because of that reason that I, I, I don't want to say I don't like it because I do like it but I don't like it Yeah. I come back and forward like I listen to it and I'll enjoy it but then I don't like having it stuck in my head because it's just so <laughs> stupid but it's so good so there's that and just a minor critique it's not even a problem really but I think it's just a bit too long I think there's a minute there's a part about is it a three minutes fifty I want to say where it feels like that could be the end how and long they, is it in total? it's like six minutes yeah something. and they come in with the second Luthanar verse yeah there is a lot there is a shorter version mm. Um, it's a newer one but I preferred this one I kind of wanted to torture everyone the same that I've tortured myself <laughs> with it, so... Yeah. No, that's good, but that was the only thing. I was just thinking that would have been a perfect way to end it, then it starts again, and I think that, you sort of, you, you get sick of it, but you, you want more of it. Yeah. It, that's so, self-indulgent, because you can tell yeah. they're just having such a good time doing it. It's like we yeah. were speaking earlier about this sort of thing, and I think we all sort of have covered songs, I do especially, that just make me laugh. 
and that's the fun I have and I should probably only do like a couple of verses and chorus but I'm doing the whole damn thing because I'm having a bloody great time uh, um, yeah for the listeners he does a very good cover of Get Low by Lil John and the East East, East, East Side, East side yeah. Boys I was going to say the East Street yeah. Band the East Side Boys Lil John and the East Side Band the East Street Band that's East Street good. Band yeah but uh, yeah so that's all I had to say but I did enjoy it but it sort of it was nauseating after a while it's a drunk song Mm. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably be singing that later on. Oh, I can guarantee. Well, I'll be doing the dance <laughs> later on, mate. You can do the dance in your own flat, out of my space. <laughs> Give it a couple more beers, Liam. You'll be joining in. You'll be loving it. <laughs> What's more to say than "Hey ho, chicken on a raft"? <laughs> it's all the catchy and fuck me, I can't get it in my head. Proper shantyus. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, it's good and I hate it, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that I like the only reason I put it up was to introduce more people to having this dichotomy in their life where you both love and hate something <laughs> at the same time and you're just stuck forever. It'll just randomly you'll be walking down the street one day and you'll just remember it exists <laughs> and for two days you'll be happy and for the next week and a half you're going to be gutted because <laughs> it's all you're going to think about. Aye, so that, that, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Jim. Yes, my friends, I have a song. I'm going to talk about now. That's good. <laughs> yeah. For my final pick of the week for round three, the song I've chosen is Spirit Bird by Xavier Rudd. I'm going to say Xavier, but I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I'm, I'm having I think, I think it's just Xavier. Xavier Rudd, he's an Australian singer songwriter and multi instrumentalist. So he makes very spiritual songs, like socially conscious themes mm-hmm. run throughout it. I don't know him very well, but it was just this song had to be on one of the playlists that I had so when we were looking up bird songs I thought oh that'll be something a bit different oh. to listen to it's not usually the kind of thing that I would spend a great deal of time listening to but it's I think you need something like this every now and again something a bit spiritual about appreciating life really and being good to each other mm. and things like that That sometimes you need songs like the AJJ one mm-hmm. the dark songs and sometimes you need a bit of light and I think this song does that it actually has birds in it as well that's what I was going to say yeah Yeah, which is fun he's, he's, got, a, he's got a very lovely voice he seems like a very nice man. <laughs> well, you can tell that from just listening to one song. I, d- I don't know, I just get this vibe that he's probably really... Well, it'd be weird if he was an absolute cunt after making music like this. I, no, I'd, I'd like to bring up, uh, we've not done this in a while, but the cunt counter has been fucking off the scale today. <laughs> well, the socometer hasn't made an appearance yet. The socometer. We'll get to it, I'll do it for the next one. The socometer. Remember how, how far off your socks are blown by a song? Oh, I totally forgot about that. No, he just seems like a very nice man. I mean, I I'm struggling to find a picture of him with his t-shirt on, or with a shirt on. He's one of those kind of guys. Is, is he attractive? Yes, he's is, a very is, is, guy. So, okay. I'm struggling to find the words to describe what I'm, tra- what I'm trying to get across, <laughs> but you know, like the, I, I keep thinking like spiritual or shaman words like that you know like the, the vocals and you've got the backing vocals that come in and they're quite mm-hmm. it's not like orchestral it's more no but the, the whole the whole kind of like thing about a spirit bird it's like a kind of like meditation kind of like yeah that that, that kind of it's thing. totally got like a native american vibe to it yeah you know like Aye. definitely that sort of yeah all belief in the spiritual and the sort of music that you associate with that from what tv tells us yes, is exactly. this music mm-hmm. exactly that's probably the best way to describe it so yeah as i say you couldn't couldn't listen to this stuff all the time because you know that that abject positivity just it won't sustain itself for me <laughs> after a while it's more of the dark sort of stuff but it's just nice as I say every now and again to have something like this mm. that, uh, it just makes you feel good you know it sort of relaxes you makes you 
hopefully believe in the, the good in people. I got the same feeling from Hey Ho Chicken on that. Fair play. They're very similar songs. They are. Again, again, me and Jim have just chosen the same song twice to go oh, one after man. the other. <laughs> That's not fair on either of the artists. I don't think. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's quite a nice, simple song. It's well produced. It's, he's got a very nice voice. Very calming, just soothing, relaxing, and that's really about it. That's probably enough, isn't it? <laughs> what did you guys have? Uh, no, I love this. I, I mean, I've not got much to say about it. It's just totally up my street. Mm. I love this kind of music. Again, it comes in waves, though, when I'm listening to this kind of stuff. In particular for this song, though, the, the, the almost shouty bit, mm. and then winds back down. I think we've got a lot of that this week, just the kind of, like, going for it, and it just, like, the dynamics just change. Mm-hmm. So this could almost be dynamic week rather than bird week. Dynamic but it's week. not because birds reign supreme. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pissed now. <laughs> We'd like to thank birds our bird overlords. <laughs> oh no! No, <laughs> no, that's all I had to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. My closing statement. Yeah, good song, isn't it? It's an interesting song. I don't know, it could fall under the bracket of like, I'm sorry, I'm taking your genres away from you because I thought about them a bit this week. That's fine. But it sort of falls into this nebulous bracket of world music, which is yeah. all music ever. Because, you know, I'm all sure we've spoken about this music, at yeah. some point, if not in a podcast, then by ourselves. But yeah, it sort of falls into that category of like something, basically something that is more t- native to somewhere else and not to you. <laughs> is world music, you know. But it's a great song, man. Have you ever seen the film Spirit? The animated film about the horse. No. Yes. Yeah, it, I think it, that's where it would fit in really yeah. nicely. It's a great film. It's about a horse, not birds. I'm sorry. Well, we do horse speak at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. Oh, God. <laughs> horse. <laughs> <on it. laughs> horse speak. <laughs> Got a song called "Horse on a Dinghy." It's fucking amazing. <laughs> the production value on it is insanely good. Yeah. And it just worked with like you're right. It's got this sort of. It's like you're freeing yourself when you're listening to it and like you're becoming detached from your body and just letting yourself run. Mm. And there's this perfect thing that I saw while I was listening to this song. There were two women running. They had their wee dog with them and uh, with them, and uh, they started running and the dog was just sniffing something at the side of the path. And I forgot the word for a path for a second. <laughs> that was interesting. And uh, then he turned and looked and started running and was trying to catch up with them and I was watching all this while listening to this song and just watching this dog's journey going yeah come on you've got it come on do it I was listening to Chicken on a Rough when he was doing it the way back not the same effect but this one yeah it just sort of that summed it up it was a beautiful moment and it just fits so nicely with this song like someone trying to get there and get into their ambitions and making it and it was like yeah good work dog <laughs> this episode is dedicated to that dog who caught up with its owners a couple of times. But yeah, that's all. Oh, it was good. Decent. Thanks, yeah. man. I'm happy with that. Yeah. All right, moving on. The last track of the Bird Week. I, I actually, like, I was looking at this and I'd written down Jade Bird, Aha, because that's who it's by and that's what the song title is, Jade Bird and Aha. But I thought that was my first note there for a second. Right. <laughs> it's like, Jade Bird, Aha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun little bop. This is my second note. Uh, I love her like gravelly voice. Mm. You don't hear enough gravelly woman voices, especially not on this podcast. The only podcast that has minimal gravelly woman voices, but plenty of gravel. 
Thanks, MG Supplies. <laughs> Did you plan that as soon as I said graveling? Yep, yep. I, I didn't have much to say about this because, uh, to be honest, I just fucking love the song. It's Jade Bird is someone that the part Louise loves and she introduced me to her. And I've not listened to a lot of songs that have this kind of style by her. That that entire scent was done round the wrong way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've listened to a lot of her songs, but not that they've had this. Th- I'm fucking Stephen. Oh, goodness gracious, me. Christ. <laughs> Stephen. You seem fine. No, I feel like not. not. <laughs> I've listened to a few of her songs, but I don't feel like uh, a lot of them have had this kind of energy. Right. It's what I was trying to say there. Nailed it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the pacing on this song is fucking awesome. And there's a, the one bit, or it happens a couple times, but the da 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 when she's singing. I don't know, do, do you remember that bit? No. I'll do a musical interlude. Musical interlude. <laughs> yeah, that da 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 is just fucking awesome. Mm. That dum da dum da dum, yeah. Yeah, yeah dum da dum da dum, and uh, after that it was just just fucking great. <laughs> right, yeah. Hi. Okay, I've got I've got so little to say about this. Uh, I couldn't even find the genre. I looked it up and Google just said singer. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't help me. But just listening to it there, that little musical interlude, I just really, really, really enjoy it. Yeah. It's just so good. The way her voice goes goes up and up and it goes down it changes but it's fucking brilliant I'm not even going to bother trying to think of a more intellectual way to say it it's different at different bits but it's really really good it's such a good energy it's almost like a, a punk sort of vibe mm-hmm. to the singing it's it's just really really good and I love the I love the way the acoustic guitar is played in it you know it's played really yeah fast <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean it's te- tempo high tempo the highest of the tempos. It's all. It's got. It's all over the place. Accelerando. <laughs> yep. Well, is that spell you just cast on me? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened there? <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the. I did enjoy the the way the acoustic guitar was played, because you could have. You know, you could have went for a very electronic vibe with this song. You yeah. Know, you could have had heavy electric guitars in there, but. To, to go acoustic with it I think just give it a, a freshness almost and a bit of a boost because uh, it might have got a bit heavy like but yeah I really enjoyed it I think it's absolutely great that it, that will do mm. for me that'll fucking do aye that'll diddly do diddly do da dimity dum <laughs> doodle <laughs> <laughs> It's a mess. I, I, I'm luckily, we got to the last song before this happens. <laughs> I can't. I, I I can't wait to hear what this edit's gonna fucking sound like, man. Uh, just bird noises. Fried <laughs> <laughs> chicken. Fried chicken. Oh, um, we should get some fried chicken for dinner. Yeah. Jade birds. Uh, um, I, <laughs> I like oh. after last week when I had a tune booted. I really wanted there to be a tune to boot. I really wanted to be able to message one of you and go, fucking shite though, innit? <laughs> and this was the last song that was my opportunity this week because I was having a great time mm-hmm. and really annoyed about it, but also very happy, obviously. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I know that. It's just the part of you, which there's always going to be where you're like, well, fucking, all right. Yeah, that's the distinct <laughs> part. You just can't, you can't and, get rid of it. <laughs> dicks. But I got, <laughs> I got to this song. I got to this song and I was like, 
Right, Jade Bird, fuck, I do like her. Hope it's a bad heel. Hope it's a bad heel. Uh, it's probably my favourite track of the week. It's oh. fucking awesome. Uh, my I, One of my notes is, write down my street, absolutely fabulous, man. Write down your street? Write down my street. <laughs> it's not even up my street. It's so far up my street, it's coming down the other end, mate. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> it is... It is right down myself stick to it right down my street I absolutely uh, we had last week we spoke about how far a song knocks your socks off mm-hmm. my socks are flinging against the wall with this song I'm fucking happy <laughs> sounds it's, like your socks are fucking solid well they are <laughs> your socks are solid okay. never judge socks. a man with solid socks okay um, yeah the voice and the grit in it is just fucking yeah, amazing and the guitar behind it like you say that high tempo fast octane sort of fucking acoustic guitar is just spellbinding it's fantastic it's amazing she's amazing and I was very happy when I listened to this song because it just pumps you up for the genre I'd say country rock a bit of punk in there as well for that yeah. song I don't know if the rest was like that yeah but there's definitely it's definitely sort of virgin on the country she's got that aye. twang in it but I. So sorry, I feel like what, I've what? stepped on John Regime's. Well, sorry, I got singer. That's all I got. So <laughs> I yeah, you had English in. singer earlier. So <laughs> shut the bed this week, mate. But right. um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, for round three, that's my pick. That's my pick as well. I mean, I'm gonna go with Xavier Stone. I'm no, sorry. you wouldn't want my chicken. Xavier Rudd. What? Xavier Rudd. Xavier Rudd. Rudd. Yeah. Why do I keep? Why do I keep calling him Xavier Stone? I don't know. I'm gonna check now because I'm getting. Yeah, it's Rod, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go go, go, Google Xavier Stone and see what comes up right. with that because I keep calling him on that and it's n- <laughs> not his Stone. name. It sounds like a shit detective, doesn't it? <laughs> Xavier Stone. <laughs> oh, fuck me. He's a character in one of the Guitar Hero series. That, that might be it. That'll yeah. be it. That might be it, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Is that the one that looks like um, <sighs> Jimi Hendrix? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier <laughs> Stone. <laughs> right. Literally 30 seconds to get to the end of this bad yeah. boy. So, it's a clean sweep for Liam this week on yeah. his tracks. Well Fantastic. done. Fantastic. Hasn't had any shows in a while, so it's good. And <laughs> No, he had one last week. It's fine. Um, so, I think it's only fair for me and Jim choose our ones, and then you can tie-break, because I think you're probably going to have to tie-break from what yeah. I remember. So, we have The Cult uh, with Phoenix. We have Big Bird by AJJ, and we have Jade Bird with Aha. Uh-huh. I'm Jade Bird. Oh, and I'm gonna have to go with AJJ. Well, Big you're, Bird. You're, I mean, sexist. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I've fallen in love with this song. Like, I, that, <laughs> I've been I've been listening to this song throughout my dissertation, like on repeat, and it's just been the fucking saving grace. I love it. But a very fantastic Bird Week. Well done, guys. It's been. I can't believe that I got. Uh, there's, I've been very close to getting clean sweeps multiple weeks, but it had to be bird week. <laughs> there's one skill you've got, man. <laughs> I can pick a good bird song. Um, and if you're yeah, our yeah, we had an album of the. I think the cult were up there, and AJJ were also up there, and uh, Black Wave Sea Party Chicken on a Raft. Everyone should listen to it at least five or six times in the next <laughs> month, and then watch Joe Cocker live. Uh, so yeah thanks for listening uh, it's been fun to do bird week we'll be back with another theme at some point i'm sure quite enjoyed doing this one yeah
But thanks for listening. I've been Dougal. I've been Liam. And I'll always be Jim. Bird week, innit? See you later. <laughs> We're done. Fuck this. <laughs> that was fucking horrendous. Oh, oh, oh. Should I boot? Skish, skish, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. Please, as always, like and subscribe, guys. <laughs>